tip of the tongue, the teeth, and the lips. Unique New York. Roscoe the rum runner rubbed out Rudy the rat for ruining his rum running receipts. Uh, uh, we're, we're live. It's, we're recording right now. Oh, uh, what's up, everybody? Welcome to Fried Green Beans. Work, work, all week long, punching that clock, dust till dawn, counting the days to Friday night. That's when all the conditions are right for a good time. I need a good time. Yeah, I've been working all week and I'm tired and I don't want to sleep and I want to have fun. It's time for a good time. I cash my check, clean my truck, put on my hat, forgot about work. Sun going down, head across town, pick up my baby and turn it around. Good time. Oh, I need a good time. Welcome to episode five of Fried Green Beans. It's episode six. Is it? No, it's five. I was just... Was... Dude, you know what? Just yanking your chain. Uh, today is Saturday, May 16th. This is Sam, and I'm here with not only Chance, but we have a very special guest joining us for this episode. He is a certified mad lad and he is here with us in the podcast studio. It's not Seth. It is none other than Chance Allen. Chance, thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. Um, it's an honor, guys, really. Right. We're honored. It's our honor. Yeah. Thank you, Your Honor. <laughs> <laughs> <You're right. laughs> yeah, it's me, Chance number two, Chance Allen. Yeah, this is um this is gonna be quite a confusing podcast because um I'm gonna have to specify which chance I'm talking two to. Two chances, one Sam. I'm I'm seeing double, guys. I'm seeing double. <laughs> hey, the best thing about it is everybody deserves a second chance. That's right. Oh my god. That so was take, good. You gotta you gotta take a chance. We're we're just taking. Which chances chance on are you this. taking? Choose right now, dude. We're collecting Pick. collecting chances on this podcast. <laughs> Soon it's gonna be a chance. You're gonna have to change your name to Chance. Any chance a rapper in here? Yeah. Normally, I love my wife. <laughs> <laughs> normally, I get the joke if I'm if I'm seen somewhere with another Sam. Like we had a friend Sam. Yeah. Um, you you know you'd get the sandwich joke, but very rarely do you get the chance witch joke. Um. When I was making the Photoshop for this episode earlier, I was whoa, whoa, whoa. I, I looked up your name. <laughs> I looked up your name it's on Facebook. Photoshop? What? That's not Photoshop. Yeah, it's a real image. It's bro. a real picture. Oh yeah, it is. A real picture. <laughs> Never mind. Sorry. Excuse me. That was the actual picture of us recording this podcast. But I typed your name in Facebook to get a photo of you, and there's another Samuel Parsons in Baton Rouge. In Baton Rouge? Yes, that works at Sprouts Market. No way. I swear, right under your name it said Samuel Parsons Sprout Sprouts Market. So do we have what? to get we have to get the other Samuel Parsons? I've been, I've been to Sprouts before. You might have run into him. Oh my gosh, dude. That I'm gonna have to find Is this Baton guy. Rouge big enough for two Sam Parsons? Yeah, absolutely not. I'm either gonna have to kill this guy or relocate him to I don't know, like somewhere without another Tacoma, Sam. Tacoma, Washington or something. Yeah. Oh yeah. Martha, Texas. Martha. Martha. Martha, Martha Texas. Martha, Martha, Texas. Dude. Y'all mind if I brag for a second? Absolutely. Go ahead, Chance. My wife graduated pharmacy school today. Virtually, but she still graduated. Yep. She is a pharmacist. Dr. Salter. 
I Dr. did Kelly's uh, Kalk Salter. I did. Uh, I saw your your Instagram post. How you uh, said you were very proud of your wife, and now that you can retire to focus on your podcast, exactly. which I think is a good mentality. It's the right thing to do. Absolutely. Putting 100%. all my putting all my beans in one pot. This thing, I mean, we said it before. Okay. <laughs> we'll get to that later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's going to be a well, coffee-centric episode. We are going to talk about coffee on this podcast a Lots of bit. coffee. Uh, also, more good news on my front. Yeah. Lulu pooped. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say. The day after we recorded the last episode, she dropped one in her litter box. So, uh-uh. Poop Watch 2020 has officially ended. I think we spoke it into existence. Yeah. We uh, manifested it. Do you remember that book, Everybody Poops? Or Everyone Poops? Nope. And it was like a, um, it was like a children's book, and it was like, you poop, and it said like it showed a picture of a gorilla pooping, and it's like even gorillas poop, and it was supposed to like, explain the process or like well, normalize guess, the process. Like to a usually kid. books like that are for like kids to like not feel alone about something. Yeah. But like hmm. I don't know if kids feel that they're weird for pooping. Yeah, I, I still feel isolated for pooping. I mean, from maybe society. Maybe that's how you're you're. Dog felt so. It's a it's, it's a cat. Oh, she's a cat. It's a cat. Yeah. She, she was just in the room like thirty <laughs> minutes ago. You I'm know allergic. what? That you're chance, allergic to cats. Chance, thanks for thanks for coming in, but uh, I think we're gonna have to yeah. wrap this one up. Yeah, sorry, sorry. guys. I, I drink a lot of coffee. Are you actually allergic to cats? <laughs> yeah, but it's cool. I can be in the. Are you gonna like swell up or something? Yeah, but it'll be towards the end of the podcast. So <laughs> okay. I can make it through. <laughs> well. Uh, <laughs> this is this is now like speed like the movie speed no crank the one with jason statham and his heart oh, yeah. i've know. never seen it oh well it's jason statham he has to keep his heart rate at a certain level or he dies do we need to basically we have to record this episode before chance allen dies of an allergic reaction to lulu <laughs> do we need to uh secure an epi pen from someone we have any in this house no no i have no allergies well, no. Kelly can get her hands on like yeah, any, any kind of medicine. Any right? kind of drug. Right. So that's, that's what pharmacists do. You know, I can think of a few things. Yeah. So. yeah. Just, just email me a list. <laughs> I, I don't know if I should be saying that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, uh, oops. Seth, Seth, cut that part out. Yeah, cut that part out. So, Chance, like we said, uh, we're, we're very excited to have... This is our first guest appearance on the podcast. Why don't you... Um, Tell the audience a little bit about yourself. Kind of do a, a quick introduction and tell them a little bit about who you are and how you came to be on this podcast. Well, let me start in 1996 <laughs> when I was born. Um, and then a few years after that, I went to college. And that's where I met Sam and Chance at Louisiana Tech. That's that's like the abridged version. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I like that. That was very direct. Yeah. It was short and sweet. Um, but Chance, he's being a little bit humble right now. He is the only person that I know personally that has hiked the Pacific Crest Trail, uh, which is really cool. So I, I did want to brag on him a little bit about that. Um, and uh, yeah. Quick question. Is yeah. that is that yes. harder to hike than Mount Driscoll? It's a close, it's a cl- you know, I've done both. Yeah. And it's like Driscoll, that false summit will really get you. <laughs> you know, so. Dude, Mount Driscoll. All man, 535 feet. 
are yeah. it's a journey. It's the it's highest awesome. highest point in Louisiana. Yes. Shout out my Mount Driscoll. Yeah, shout out to Mount Driscoll because just I just want Mount Driscoll to know you're worthy. Yeah, you are still a mountain. You are a mountain. You deserve the title Mount Driscoll. That's right. You're not just a really I big I feel hill. like people have been knocking Mount Driscoll's shine, so mm. shout out to Mount Driscoll. Oh, they knock Mount Driscoll's sign, but then they all go take pictures in front of the Mount Driscoll. Right, right. Everyone does it. I'll sign be honest, I've actually never That's, never that's like there. a super attractive personality trait, though, if you've been to Mount Driscoll and <laughs> take an Instagram picture on top. <laughs> Dang, I need to go now. Yeah, I've never okay. actually been and done it. It's life-changing, dude. Yeah. It's like a staple of Rustin's being a Louisianan. Mm-hmm. Got to check that one off my list. I don't know. So, yeah, uh, Chance is visiting from... He lives in Bloomington, Indiana. Um, and he just came down to say what up, really. So we've just been hanging out this weekend. Um, I'm just making a COVID tour. Yeah. I figured I'd just... Try to pick it up all over the place. Yeah, you're just touching as many things as possible and meeting as many different people from different groups as possible. Kissing a lot of people. Kissing, yes. We all kissed on the mouth as soon as everyone we, we greet each other at the door. Breathing yeah. in each other's faces. It's customary. But yeah, so I met Sam um, in our freshman orientation class, freshman year of college. And I said, are you related to Jim Parsons? And I need to set the record straight. I don't watch Big Bang Theory, <laughs> but I have family Bazumba. members who do. Yeah, Bazinga. Oh, that's it. <laughs> Bazumba. And Dude, I'm Zumba classes, man. I'm I met sorry. Chance. I think at a New Year's party, right? At Song's house. Oh, most likely, yes. 2016, 2017. I would think so. That's I was I was in Rustin at that time. So, and probably at Song's house on New Year's. Yeah, you were you were running that shit, dude. Mayor of Ruston, practically. Mm, not anymore. <laughs> it's many many moons ago. Yeah. Mama has been. I mean, aren't we all? Pretty much. <laughs> Pretty much. Pretty much. But Chance Allen is a huge Star Wars fan. Big, very big. And yeah. we want to talk some wars of stars. I can talk some stars. I can talk... Just don't get too deep. I mean... Yeah, I can talk stars. <laughs> I can talk the war Which star? Stars. Which star system are we talking? Who's your favorite talking, Ewok? Uh, my favorite Ewok? I yeah. mean, Wicked, dude. I mean, I know that... <laughs> I, I mean, maybe Chirpa, but I know Wicked is <laughs> like... I know Wicked's like the kind of basic answer, but... I don't know. He's he's done his time as as a character... And, you know, he even makes an appearance in uh, Rise of Skywalker, right? Yeah, with his kid. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he true. does. Uh, did you like that movie? Did you like Rise of Skywalker? Yeah, I mean, I, I liked and disliked the sequels for a lot of different reasons. Yeah, I mean, you're a true Star Wars fan, so the yeah. most, the biggest trait of Star Wars fans is kind of, like, hating, like, a lot of what Star Wars being does. Toxic. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, being toxic. Yeah, being toxic. Yeah. Yeah, it's just now being it's just now become acceptable after twenty years to like Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> so in twenty years ask me again if I liked Rise of Skywalker. I mean they Star Wars fans did bully the actress that plays Rose off Twitter. That's so. true. Yeah. 
Speaking of Jar Jar Binks, real quick, it ain't I her saw fault. The writers made her. Yeah, their character, their character was way. awful. I felt bad, really, in the last movie. Felt yeah. sad. Yeah, that I, uh, one, yeah. She 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 got the bad end of the stick for yeah. sure. Oh yeah, for sure. But I saw a uh, a photo of Jar Jar Binks on Twitter the other day, photoshopped, uh, and I'm, it had yeah, had, like exactly tattoos, what photo, and yeah. then he was wearing like a wife beater, He's, like and ripped. He had, yeah, yeah, it was yeah. like ripped, and he had like uh, diamond stud earrings, <laughs> dude. It was. Post Clone Wars, it was legendary. I mean, post Clone Wars, Jar Jar probably had it pretty rough. You know, I mean, yeah. You know, Jar Jar is the key to all of this. Direct <laughs> <laughs> oh, quote that from clip. George Lucas. You ever seen a clip of them when they watch the first screening in, in theater? It's like a bunch of the like producers and stuff, and they watch it. They watch the Phantom Menace. And they all come out of it, and they're just like, oh, my God. I think I went a little too far in a few places. <laughs> That's what he said, Directly George Lucas. They were talking about, like, <laughs> they were saying the pace. They were talking about how the pacing was off. <laughs> like, it's kind of oh all gosh. over the place. Yeah. I mean, George I Lucas mean, is a, a genius creative, but I have heard that his editing skills, his post-production skills, he needs, like, a, a lot of... Yeah. Support, which is why movies take hundreds of people to make. exactly. So. Not one guy can do it. Yeah, all. they can't. They can't do it like we do it on this podcast. No, nope. We can't. They can't do it in one. I mean, take. We're the masters of one take shots. Yep. So this is the 1917 podcast. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> one take. That's one, it. One shot. One. You know. No editing whatsoever. Mm-mm. You get what you get. One opportunity to seize everything you ever want. <laughs> <laughs> if you had <laughs> one shot. <laughs> That was on every soccer playlist. Every it's on every pre-game, sports playlist. Every pre-game pre- sports playlist. Any sport. That With was. Well, I'm just speaking name. from my Yes, remember the name. And uh, click, click, boom. <laughs> Down with the sickness. Remember the name. Uh, um, put on from a city on. Jeezy, young Jeezy. Young Gosh, dude. Trying to take it easy. But back to Star Wars. Did you ever buy into the theory that Jar Jar was actually a Sith Lord? Yeah, that's what that's what that quote. Yeah. Jar Jar is the key to all. Yeah, that's what everyone was. I your mic's about to topple. Oh no. But but you know what? I, <laughs> We're good. I do buy into the fact that George Lucas changes his mind a lot. Yeah, that's true. And have you ever, I, I really have I really you ever think, seen the original script of Star Wars, like the original one, and they turned it into like a comic book? Yeah, with like a lot of like like you mean like with Ralph McQuarrie's like concept art. And stuff. Yeah, and it's like Han Solo's like a big green alien. Yeah, <laughs> and Darth Vader's just like a really handsome guy in a black like just the Darth Vader suit, but he just yeah. has like a normal face, but he does have a big scar. You know they. they and it's would, Star Killer. It's Star Anakin yeah, Star Killer. Luke, Luke Star Killer. Mm-hmm. Luke Star Killer. Right? They're yeah. Star Killers. Do you know they've recycled so many concepts in the old canon and in the new canon, like yeah. of things that were in the concept stuff, like Star Killer. Yeah. You know, in the old canon was the main character of Force Unleashed. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh, the original concept art for Chewbacca ended up being one of the main characters in Star Wars Rebels. Yeah. So, it's kind of cool. They reuse all that stuff. I, I really do think that there is some way to, not necessarily Jar Jar being a Sith Lord, like one that it was written, but that he had a much more important role in the in the story, uh, because he is so, he has so much screen time in, in, um, yeah. in The Phantom Menace, 
And when everyone, like after the movie and, you know, all the reviews have come out and everything and everyone hates Jar Jar Binks, like they basically write him out of the storyline. So I, I do think that there is some weight to the argument that he was a much more important character and they just scrapped the it. The hype after. for Phantom Menace was absolutely insane. Yeah. Like it was, people were going, this was before YouTube and like all, all these, you know, video services and these people would go to the theater and buy a ticket for a movie just to watch the trailer. There's clips, like old news clips of people mm-hmm. online, like in their full Star Wars regalia, just on a random night going to the movie theater, buying this ticket just so they can watch the trailer and leave. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. It was crazy. And then it came out. And at first, you know, a lot of them were like, they were just like, okay, yeah, what, you know, it's pretty good. And then eventually over time, it just got worse. The hate became real. Mm-hmm. Like, you just ate at them. The Star Wars purists. And, like, I mean, like I said about Jar Jar Binks having a bigger role, George Lucas changes his mind a lot. Yeah. yeah. It's like, I mean, like, Leia kind of semi-making out with Luke in Episode 5 and then being his sister in Episode 6. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't really a thing, you know. So. Uh, hmm. I, I don't like that they... Maybe you don't know everything about women yet. A good quote <laughs> before making out with your brother. <laughs> the, now, this so what did you think reason. about them not using the canon for the new movies, like the sequels? So, I grew up reading all of the old novels, yeah, we're, um, the old Republic stuff, played the old Republic video games, you know, read yeah. New Jedi Order, read the Thrawn trilogy, all, all the OG stuff was like my childhood, um, but there was like barely any gap for storytelling i will say that and as disney like you don't want to be just like oh let's try to adapt the thrawn trilogy yeah for these movies i don't i mean the thrawn is like it's a lot about like battle tactics and strategy and like inner monologues and stuff of just him talking to himself it's and you can tell i really like him yeah but he and Thrawn's the same in the new canon, but like you can just see from like watching Rebels that like yeah. Thrawn is a hard character like to write in because uh-huh. so much of his character development happens like within his own brain. Mm-hmm. It's just him talking. So, and a lot of the books is like him talking to himself. Exactly. Yeah. Like entire chapters. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it really is. And the the new one comes out in July, I think. Yeah. Yeah. The uh, they're starting like a new tril- a new Thrawn mm-hmm. trilogy that takes place like in the Chisisin and scene stuff. So. Yeah. But yeah, just to like clarify for anyone listening, like, so like when Disney bought Star Wars, they reset the old canon, the 30 or 40 years of expanded universe. They kind of wiped most of it besides the movies and the Clone Wars cartoon so that they'd have more room for storytelling. And like seriously, the biggest gap for storytelling was like the few hundred years between like the Old Republic era and the Clone Wars era. There's like a few hundred years. That was literally the only open spot. And it's like, you don't want to try to, like, rehash books, you know, in a movie. So, mm-hmm. it, it makes sense, you know. Yeah, I see what you mean. And I like the new canon. I think the movies are the I The movies are okay, but they're the worst part of the new canon. Yeah. There's some awesome comics, some awesome books. Yeah. The Clone Wars is obviously money. So, <laughs> yeah. The Mandalorian. The Mandalorian is Gosh, money. Oh, I'm... S- the second season. So excited. Especially so many, so many characters. With like live in. action Ahsoka. Yeah. With like Rosario with, Dawson. Is yeah. It? And to, did you hear Tamara Morrison? The guy yeah, who portrayed yeah. Jango Fett is coming. Uh-huh. So 
That's like a guaranteed Boba Fett cameo. What do you think, Sam? Yeah, yeah, this is. I'm. You think we? You think we're gonna get a live action Bad Kane? Cad Bane. Cad Bane. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Cad Bane. Dude, I don't know if Cad. He's Bane a he's a bounty hunter, right? I just don't know how they would do that. He's like yeah. the, he's got he's blue. He's blue. Yeah, yeah. He wears this big hat and like a duster. He looks pretty. He's pretty cool. He's like a western. He looks like he's a western character. Yes, he's really cool. I you know I th- in the canceled uh, so like the few like animations that the raw animations that they didn't turn into like a final product of Clone Wars. Yeah. Boba Fett shoots Cad Bane in a shootout and like presumably kills him, but mm-hmm. I don't know. We'll see. That's one thing I like about the Clone War cartoons, is they would get pretty violent for a cartoon. Dude, I know it's supposed to be for. There's just that scene when Ahsoka like cuts off like four Mandalorians, like or like the um, the Death Cult, the Mandalorian, the Death Watch. Yeah. When she like cuts off four of their heads at one time. Yeah. There's yeah. Clone Wars is like it gets dark. I mean, it's like it's it's underrated because it's like a cartoon network show but yeah. it's like and it's cool because like as you grow up with it the more the seasons progress the darker mm-hmm. and more serious it gets so mm-hmm. now as like an adult like the new seasons are like pretty heavy so yeah sam hasn't watched clone wars in its entirety yet yeah i haven't so. i've watched a little bit of it but i'm like i think that there's a so i think that there are tiers for levels of uh, of star wars fandom and I think that there's a pretty, uh, I guess shallow would be the word to describe it, a level of fandom where it's like you'll watch the movies when they come out, but you don't really know that much about can- the canon and stuff like that. And then there's like the expert level where you know all the canon, you read the books, everything like that. I think I'm like somewhere in the middle of that uh, where I know a little bit about the canon, but um, like a little more than the average person would, but I don't. I'm not. I'm not that much of an expert on it. I don't know a whole lot of, a lot of stuff. I, I, I hear pale the, in comparison to y'all. <laughs> I, I hear the term "real fan" thrown around a lot, but like, I think if you like Star Wars, you're a real fan. Yeah. You know, there's no there's no room for elitism here. Yeah, I unless like that. you're an imperial, like. Yeah, you're one of those scum. people that are like, uh, the empire, like like in is like is like pro empire. There are a lot of people out there like that. Oh, yeah. There's a whole subreddit that says, like, the Empire did nothing wrong. Yeah. Sad. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> Star Wars is told from the perspective of terrorists, so. <laughs> Technically, yes. <laughs> Space Al-Qaeda. <laughs> Space Al-Qaeda. <laughs> they do have, like, a religion as their basis, right? The Jedi, I mean, kind of. Kind yeah, of. kind of. Jedi dogma is kind of ingrained in the Rebel Alliance a yeah. little bit. And and I mean, obviously, like the Jedi's have their own right. flaws. Okay, the biggest beef I have with the new movies is Leia flying through space. Dude, that, that was terrible. Was that was bad. You can't say that wasn't bad. I understand that criticism. Yeah, like it was especially bad. because that was right after the movie came out after Carrie Fisher had already died. Yeah. So everyone was thinking, okay, this yeah. is like this is it. This is where it's gonna happen, where she's gonna die in the movie. Yeah. And then it was like, and like, was, like well, they could they could they could just shoot Gary Fisher off in this. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been, been epic. Like, uh, like that, that would have been kind of 
kind of crude way of doing it. I think they could have yeah. done it a, a better way than just <laughs> if they if they would have known if they would have known that Carrie was going to pass, she could have done the one to pull the Holdo maneuver. And yes, that would have but, made that would have uh, I would have been yeah. way better with that. Like, I, I agree. Trying to say, but it's like also she was pretty <clears throat> essential for like the redemption of Ben. She was kind yeah. of she was kind of True. Luke Skywalker, yeah. as Luke Skywalker was yeah. to Darth Vader, Leia was to Ben, and because like with this theme of family or whatever. Yeah. So there's so many good Kylo Ren memes. More, <laughs> or the one when he's just standing there with his shirt off. Yeah, and people Kylo just like challenge. make him wider and wider. <laughs> Dude, Sam pulled a pretty good Kylo challenge yes. a year or two ago. Yes, yeah, that was yeah. pretty great. That was nice. You need to tweet that from the. Yeah, the podcast put, account. Put that out there. Well, uh, yeah, that that's a throwback. One thing I can say about Star Wars as well, Ahsoka Tano, like MVP, <laughs> like bro. You yeah. simping for Ahsoka yeah, Tano? Yeah, Ahsoka am I simp? Am I simping for a fictional alien? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I mean, I'm more of a Harrison Dula guy, but oh I mean, Ahsoka Tano is. More of an Ala Secura guy. I mean, I mean, Chance <laughs> <I mean. laughs> favorite favorite uh, Jedi. Favorite Jedi. Yeah. Oh, it'd have to be. Oh man, I'm blanking. Plok. He's a Plok. Yeah, Plok. Oh yeah, you definitely are a Plokoon guy. Plokoon. I'm yeah, actually Plo-Koon, a Plokoon. One hundred percent. My was a my PlayStation biggest... One like Star Wars game. Yeah. And you could be Plokoon. I can't remember which one it was. Oh, it was a Clone Wars? I don't know if it was a Clone Wars game. It was really there were some really old Clone Wars games from the early two thousands. It was a, I'm pretty sure it was a PlayStation One game. Yeah, before I don't know if it was PS One or PS Two, but like before the cartoon was even like an yeah. idea. Yeah, but you yeah. could be, you could. Be, I remember being Plo Koon and fighting droids and stuff. I don't remember which game it was, yeah. but I remember I would always choose him. He's cool. He is cool. He dies like a punk. Yeah, yeah. A yeah. hey, best Plo Koon moment though, when he pulls the, when he saves all the clones from like the. I was just about pod. to say that. Yes, yeah. when, I've, I've when seen that like, episode. Dude. The scrappers and stuff, they're coming through there. Yeah, to do yes. dude. And they were like, they were like, that's what they're for. Like, li- just leave them. And he's like, no. Yeah, he's he cool. goes and saves them. That's the best part of the Clone Wars, like the humanity of the clones, mm, and, yeah. like their individualism. And well, like, it follows those the five. Fives, heavy, yeah, like all those guys, yeah. like that group. Yeah, it goes kind of hard case. Like they pop in and out of different stories. They show up. Yeah, dude, season six, fives. Oh, oh, that's a tough arc. But anyway, my my biggest beef uh, is the way in which Kit Fisto dies. Like my a favorite, punk, my favorite Jedi. When they go to confront, Kit Fisto's your favorite, dude. Kit Fisto is an he's awesome useful. Jedi. I mean, he's pretty cool. Yeah, he's know. really cool. And he when they go to water. when they go to uh, when they go to uh, arrest Palpatine, and uh, he dude he doesn't like he doesn't even move, and I'm like, are you kidding me? Like he would not have died like that. <laughs> so, but he survives so much. Like he survives so so many crazy events in the yeah like, yeah cartoons. just to die like that. Just just to stand <laughs> yeah. there and take it. Gosh. I mean, okay. episode three really makes the Jedi look like punks. Oh like, yeah, like one hundred percent. Oh yeah, like they're, yeah. They're, they're all super incompetent. Yeah. How just... can you do this? This is outrageous. <laughs> <laughs> I 
some of the delivery on some on the lines. Hayden Christensen's lines in those movies. <laughs> I don't like sand. <laughs> rough and coarse and irritating. It gets everywhere. Not like here. Also, but also here everything is soft and smooth. <laughs> also, this might be blasphemy, but some of the way Ewan, Ewan McGregor delivers his lines. Hello there. I just don't. I know they're written. They're they're saying them the way they were written. Yeah. They just sound so weird at times. Like his delivery. Yes. Of his words. Okay. Yes. Another happy landing. <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh. I've seen a who's the worst? Hologram. Who's the worst Jedi? Oh. Pong Krill. I don't even know who that is. What the Umbara arc of Clone Wars? I vaguely remember where it's like Vietnam kind of vibes, and like the he like makes the clones start shooting each other. Is that the one with six arms? He's got four arms, four but arms. like uh, several four, several double-bladed lightsabers. Yes, he's not real nice. Yeah, he's the worst. Mm. What about Yaddle? Is she Baby Yoda's mom? Is the biggest question. I know. Did is Yoda? Is did Yoda, Yoda and Yaddle? Yeah. Were they? Huh. Yeah. <laughs> I want to know. <laughs> Interesting. Are we gonna find out in Mandalorian season two? I don't. If Yoda was. Forming attachments against Jedi tradition. I mean, it's not like any like any of the others were abstaining from non-Jedi. Yeah, Anakin, things. Annie, Annie. or Obi Wan and oh. Satine. Yeah, Duchess Satine. Rest in peace. Rip to a real one, dude. She was <laughs> she was a real one. But her sister Bo Katan is. I'd probably simp for Bo Katan to be honest. <laughs> we're talking about cartoon characters here. <laughs> We've been talking about Star Wars for like 20 minutes now. <laughs> I think, if I, dude, if y'all just let me talk about Star Wars, it would be... This is going to be a... Thank you for tuning in for part one of our 17-part <laughs> Star Wars opinions and this analysis. Star Wars Hardcore History with Dan Carlin. <laughs> We're going... I just want to start a Star Wars podcast. You ever? Do you do ever it. go back and watch the, the Obra Public games, like the cinematic trailers? Oh, on like YouTube, the, like Deception. Yes, like all those. And, and Return. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yeah, <laughs> dude. I actually just finished the novel Deception, and it's based like that scene, the one where Darth Malgus and the ship full of Sith like crash. Oh yeah, the Jedi yeah. So like, I just finished the book where that takes place because I'm doing like a Legends like old canon read through right now reread. Yeah. I'm rereading a lot of the books I read when I was younger, and like, oh my gosh, that dude, that scene is. Those trailers were they're magnifico. Good as like a movie. Yeah, I could yeah, I could see like full length movie. Which one's the one with the twins? Yeah, that was like when they were doing the the Eternal Empire or yes. whatever. Yeah, it was yeah. the it was the trailer for that. I can't remember what it's called. I can't remember uh, what the trailer's called, but dang it. Yeah, and he oh and they killed one of them kills Darth Vitiate. Yeah. The like several thousand year old Sith Emperor. Yeah. Oh man. They're very cool. Some money storytelling. They are very cool. But what about Coffee Wars? <laughs> yeah, we talking about stars, but something more relatable. Something we, uh, the rest of the people can... We have a, a very interesting story that Chance offered to... Chance Allen. Ch- Chance Allen, excuse me. 
I knew this was going to happen. That Chance Allen offered to uh, elaborate to our audience um, and explain. So uh, we're going to ter- turn it over to Chance to explain the. Actually, let me let me kind of let me kind of set the scene here for for a minute. I'll set the table. So uh, obviously, we all went to college together in Ruston, Louisiana, and uh, if you've never been to Ruston. You know that's totally fine because we're 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 gonna tell this story so that you don't have to understand like you don't have to have experienced it to understand. But there is some serious drama that has gone down in Rustin in the coffee scene, and so Chance has offered to uh, give us Chance Allen has offered to give us the storyline um, to. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I guess just tell the story. It's a, it's a very interesting story. Um, so without further ado, we're going to turn it over to Chance Allen to elaborate. Let me take uh, one last sip of my Circle K black coffee before I go into it. So. Can you do that closer to the mic? Really get that? <laughs> yeah, coffee yeah. before talkie. I had to slip that in somehow. Okay. Um, so, yeah. Ruston, Louisiana, small town, 12,000 college students, about 20,000 full-time residents. Um, let me throw out some disclaimers real quick. Uh, I am not an expert on the Rush, Ruston, not Russian, <laughs> Ruston coffee wars. Um, I, am, I am by no means uh, um, fully informed. <laughs> These are all secondhand <laughs> accounts from people who were involved in some way. So, if you're listening to this and you are a mentioned party, just know that I am well uninformed. I'm just telling what the people of Rustin know. So, an outsider's perspective. Can I, do you mind if I play sounds from our soundboard for reactions to things you're telling us? Oh, you're, the, you're the producer here. Yeah. <laughs> I'm actually the host. Spice it up. So, Ruston, Louisiana, um, there is a um, kind of, it was a few years old uh, by the time that I was in college, um, but kind of just the hometown coffee shop, Parish Press, uh, kind of a hip, Sam's wearing the shirt right now. I was going to say, I'm actually wearing a Parish Press t-shirt, and I I lived in a house uh, for three years when I was in college that was situated directly behind Parish Press, so I was a, a frequent a frequent patron of Parish Press Coffee Shop. And you know, it's, it's like your regular hip coffee shop. Um, not insane, just like kind of a normal place, cool baristas, place to go study. Um, but it's really the only like hip, semi-third wave kind of cool coffee shop. Um, but then, you know, we start hearing whispers, we start hearing rumbles um, about a new coffee shop. <laughs> This one is called Railway, and this was, what, 2015, 2016? Uh, yeah. Sophomore year. Yeah, yeah, sounds right. So we start hearing rumbles. We're like, ooh, competition. We're like, there's no way that they can compete with Parish Press. And this place just kind of pops up. And here's kind of a bit of an origin story. Um, The beans that Railway starts to use. So Railway started as a roastery. 
um, that used to sell their beans to Parish Press. And what I heard, Railway said, we want to make our beans the way we, we think our beans should be made. So let's start our own coffee shop. And they stopped selling their beans to Parish Press. So now they've got this competition. So they were the bean plug. They were the bean plug. And then suddenly they became the dealer of their own supply, right? Like yeah. They, it's like the drug lord started became a street dealer. So, yeah, <laughs> so you're saying they, they, they got demoted? <laughs> yeah. Or they just wanted control. They integrated. Vertical yeah. integration. Yeah. I think it's more of like a... Spreading uh, wealth. Consolidated. It's kind of like a coffee Marxism thing. Like it's yeah. Like, <laughs> it's like they, they took out one of the chains... We're talking about the... communism now? I'm in danger! But... <laughs> I think they, they just removed one of the supply chain chains. And they were like, instead of, instead of selling... You know, so the supply chain is an actual chain, like like, <laughs> like okay. physical chains. <laughs> okay, listen, listen. <laughs> I'm no business major, but yeah, kidneys. Instead of instead you do of some like jumping jacks. <laughs> yeah, how many how many you want right now? Uh, but they were just like, um, instead of selling our product to this person to manufacture to then sell to the public they were like now we're just gonna go straight to the public so they just direct b to c yeah let's take out that b to b crap you know no wholesale yeah yeah we're going straight to the people this is this is a populist no middleman it's populist movement so that's uh that's railway's origin story so that's kind of the origin story okay and they had you know at this time railway had two main owners and just for the sake of privacy, I'm going to call them Brody and Mitch. Brody and Mitchell. Um, there are a few other owners, but, you know, hands changed a few times, blah, blah, blah. But those were kind of the two main guys. Um, and Railway just explodes. You know, they they start stomping all the competition. People aren't going to Starbucks. People just, just because it's this new thing. And if you've been to Russ and you've lived there for any time, anytime there's something new, People are like, oh my gosh, like they have this in other cities. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Well, it's like when Whataburger opened up, the first. Oh my God. It set a record for Whataburger openings in the first two weeks. Yeah. It made more money than any other Whataburger in the country. True story. When the uh, there's a Chick fil A now in Ruston, when it opened up, uh, I was actually living in Ruston over the summer. And it, if you've ever lived in Ruston over the summer, it's like the most boring experience of your life. So, but it's also one of the most fun. There's a sense yeah. of, there's a certain purity because you become really good friends with the other people stuck in Ruston over true, the summer. True, true. Yeah, you bond over the fact that you're stuck in Ruston. So, me and the people I was bonding with over the fact that we were stuck in Ruston for the summer, we camped out for uh, the opening, the grand opening of the new Chick Fil A, and we had free Chick Fil A for a year. So. And I, I benefited from that, surely. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, yeah. I was yeah. tossing out number one combos. But anyway, yeah, so it had all the appeal of this new place in Ruston. But what else made it kind of like this? Uh... Well, let's... <laughs> this Mitchell, one of the owners, he was really the creative lead. Um, he was the one that was kind of building a culture around it. And a culture soon became... A cult following, a zeitgeist, if you will. Um, 
And and so now there's this whole culture built about big word alert. Yeah, I've been zeitgeist. I've, I've been holding that one in for years. I've been wanting to find it. Damn, son, here. where'd you find this? <laughs> yeah, I guess in the dictionary. I don't know. I don't know where I learned that. A vocab word. A vocab word in, in ninth grade. Maybe. Shame. That's the wrong one. I mean, did that one. <laughs> You always hit that one by accident. But I so, do. so this culture starts building, and people are serious about it. People live, they breathe railway, and they would die for it. And Parish Press is still doing okay. You know, it's it's a tough time because of the competition. But I'd say Railway's Coffee was better, not because Parish Press is bad. I, I still like Parish Press, but co- Railway was one of those things where it's very Nashville esque, very Austin esque, where it's like. They have cupping sessions, and that's their thing. You mean cupping like the th- the thing swimmers do? Yeah, they yeah they lay you <laughs> like out like the suction the, cup when you put the suction cup yeah, on your they, muscles. They lay you out next to the espresso machine. Yeah, and you just sip your cortado while they got to work on your back. Yeah, but no, not really. Oh, like cupping. What's cupping? I don't know anything about coffee. <laughs> it's it's like where you put coffee in a cup and you. Slurp it, and you say, "I'm tasting some Costa Rican orange leaf yogurt extract. Something very specific. Pecan leaves. Pecan coating. The coating on the outside. So of the like shell like a pecan. sommelier for wine. Yeah, like a wine tasting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do they drink it or they spit it out? Mm, I don't know. I've never cupped. Oh. In either sense of the word. You're not a cupper. Yeah. Disappointed. Out of the five or six different ways. I don't think a real cupper would drink Circle K coffee. Well, I'm not a cupper, I guess. (laughs) Hmm. I would like to get some uh, muscular therapy or something. Be sick. The suction tube. You just get the same effect, just use like a vacuum. Yeah. Same exact thing. Not really, I don't know. In the on the UFC fight, that was painful. The other night, yeah, this one guy had those suction cup marks all over his back. Yes, it looks so painful. Yeah. Okay, Should anyway. you know about that? You're a kinesis major. I I've heard that it's like it's so what it's supposed. to Is it to like do. a fad thing? Like a like it a is a, thing it's right a fad now? thing. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is like junk science. Kinda. Like, I don't think there's like, a, there's a whole lot of. Uh, there's not a whole lot of research that backs up the fact that it does anything. So, like MLMs. Yeah. Like, oh, multi-level. Wait, what yeah, are you talking about? Multi-level marketing. You know that. Like it's pyramid just like that super chill, cool person you knew from college. <laughs> you haven't talked to him in forever, but now they hit you up for some reason. And then after they've talked to you like once or twice, they're like, hey, so my wife's like really into this thing. <laughs> and you're like, whoa. whoa or they invite you to something. Whoa, like, whoa, hey. Whoa, whoa. Hey, I get get some people together this weekend. You want to come over, hang out. You know, it's gonna be a chill time or whatever. You show up, and it's a marketing presentation for selling knives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cut, Cutco. Cutco. Or uh, you go to a, you go to your friend's party, and uh, you know things are going well. It's kind of chill. It's like, and then your friend's like, dude. We're doing lines of this Advocare stimulant in the back of you. <laughs> and he's like, by the way, would you be interested in selling this stuff, man? It could change your life. Do people really snort Advocare st- stimulants? Some, some of the powders that Advocare sells? I don't know. Probably. Like it's, it's probably been done before. I would not advise that, though. Well, 
I would say something similar to an MLM would be the way that uh, railway culture took over Ruston. Yeah. So. So that's yeah. <laughs> so, so, so railway is continuing to Parish Press is still doing okay. Still love the place with, you know, like to me it's cozy to go hang out with my friends there, study there. Um, I actually went on a date there one time. Oh, oh wow! Chance Allen's been on a date. Yeah. Look at this guy. Ooh. One of the very few. Cool. Yeah. But, but anyway, Parish Press is cozy, but it's doing its thing. But Railway is dominating, like dominating. No cap. Dead ass. High key. Dead. On jaw. High key. On jaw. <laughs> on jaw. Straight and up. It's to the point to the point where they even get a second location Ooh. in Rust in Ruston, a place with twenty thousand people and twelve thousand students. I don't know, there's like five El Doritos, so Yeah, but Well we Mexican all know food, that is a uh, that's a that's a front for something. But Mexican it's, it's food not. everyone knows. <laughs> but That sounds like a Russian rants post. <laughs> <laughs> Our, that was a huge conspiracy theory when we were in college that El Jar is That's a, a Rustin rants post True. also i saw a guy on rustin rants the other day freaking Dude. out because he thought peking was close i'll i'll put this in my notebook but <laughs> the future poisoning capital of louisiana <laughs> i'm gonna i'm gonna we'll let chance get back to this uh coffee story but i'm gonna put in my notebook for future reference on future podcasts rustin rants posts oh i can't that's too toxic i'm gonna Can jot that get, down <laughs> i might have to get political on that podcast yeah yeah okay but, anyway but I mean, just the zeitgeist is dominating. Zeitgeist. It is, and it's it's like people you mean it's it's a, it's I don't say cold, but people are serious about it. They're serious about their coffee. They're serious about the railway. It's it's a culture. They right? all dress the same. They do this, you know. They sing the same songs. Yeah. They meet in a big field. They play "Never Meant" by American Football as a speaker. <laughs> it's, a whole, it's a whole thing. It's a whole thing. But um. So, yeah, so it's dominating. And then Parish Press, when it's, you know, struggling as it is, an EF3 tornado decides to crumple the building. Crumpled it. Crumpled, like, the middle of Ruston. Yeah. Like a, like a big slash. So a tornado yeeted on Ruston, dunked directly on Parish Press. And Sam's old house, uh, which fortunately he wasn't living there anymore, but one of our friends was. Yeah, there was a there was a, a thirty minute to an hour time frame on like a wasn't it on like a Wednesday morning or something yeah, like that? Yeah, six a.m. where we thought Josh was dead. Yeah, we thought one of our really close friends was dead in a from this tornado, and I was really freaking out. Right. Luckily, but, he's uh, good. That, yeah, no, he's he's. But Parish Press was not good. Yeah, Parish Press, Parish was, Press was not was gone, for lack of a, a better word, um, decimated. Like it was sent into oblivion. There was, was yeah. there was nothing left. Yeah. And so they start kind of you know so all the baristas that worked at Parish Press subsequently lost their jobs, and so. Um, uh, so then they, you know, a few of them kept their job and would occasionally do like a pop-up shop at one of the local breweries every once in a while, just try to keep things afloat. <clears throat> and, you know, it goes, Parish Press goes fairly quiet for a little while and, and railway continues to dominate. And, um, at the height of railways dominance, I've heard several different viewpoints, um, people who were on one side or the other, um, 
but supposedly, let's call him Brody, um, forced Mitchell to sell his shares so that Brody could become the sole proprietor of, <laughs> of Railway. I've heard other people say that Brody and Mitchell had a nice relationship and you know we don't really know what happened but uh what we do know is that mitchell was bought out and brody was the sole proprietor of the establishment and after this um you know this this entire culture is formed around mitchell's creative lead and the things he was doing so everyone who worked at railway or a lot of them were like i'm quitting i'm gone i'm out of here so because they didn't need jobs. Because they, I guess they didn't need jobs. It's <laughs> the principle of it, Samuel. It's the principle of it. They're, you got to stand, stand for something or fall for everything. I, I don't know how that saying goes. <laughs> their fearless leader was bought out, so they, so they left, and Brody was left with a fledgling workforce. And so, you know, what's the best uh, barista population that's out of a job? Um, the parish press employees who lost their job when a tornado dunked on their place of employment. Um, so all of the former parish press employees start working for Railway. And Railway's coffee is, takes on more of like a parish press branding. But Railway still has, the, but overall it still has the Railway branding. So it's kind of just this mishmash of cultures that you really didn't expect. And the former owner, or the owner of parish press was, you know, Brody came to him and was like, look, I'll buy out Parish Press's name and everything too. And you can become like a manager. And that happened. And so now Railway owns the Parish Press brand. It owns the Railway brand. It owns all of the baristas from Parish Press. And it's lost all of its kind of original workforce, from what I understand. Yeah. And, uh, but anyway, um, you know, some time passes and this kind of becomes the status quo. And then eventually, um, you know, a few months ago, we start hearing rumbles of a bakery. Oh. And who runs this bakery? None other than a former railway employee who quit when their fearless leader was bought out. Who are all the employees of this bakery? Um, former railway employees who left when their culture crumbled around them. Interesting. And Okay, so this bakery was formed or created after we were already gone, correct? Correct. I just heard about it recently. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, and where where is this bakery? Well, this bakery and all of its former railway employees and its very high-quality espresso machine for making um, its extensive coffee menu, all of those things, are in the rebuilt ruins of what was once Parish Press. No way! Alright, <laughs> So, essentially, they just swapped. Yeah, let me it, get this like straight. areas. Let's say, let's say, um, coffee shop, bakery place, railway employees, um, railway branding, but doesn't have the railway name. Um, railway has the railway name but Parish Press employees and Parish Press branding. Yeah. So essentially... They swapped. The, stru- the, the structure of what was once Parish Press and in that location is now a legion of ex-railway 
separatists. And this is like the Clone Wars. Yeah. Just to bring it back. And what is now Railway is all former Parish Press expats. Precisely. Correct. You got got a good grasp on it. Yeah. Yeah. I think they should have a no holds barred West Side Story style street fight at Railroad Park. (laughs) <laughs> in Rustin to decide who gets the Rustin coffee market yeah. once and for all there put all the marbles one. on the table they're gonna they're gonna have to they're gonna have to sort each other out like I'm gonna have to sort out that other Sam Parsons of Baton Rouge cause there's exactly. only be one there can exactly. only be one coffee giant. Seth, I'm going to need you to find the other Sam Parsons yeah, address. Yeah, Seth, could you? We know where he works, that? but we want to know where he lives. Get on that now. I don't. I don't care. If you know the other if Sam it's Parsons? Illegal, do it. Let me know. Text yeah. me. <laughs> There's, we have an anonymous DM tip me. line. Yeah, set we, up. I just set it up during this podcast. Call one eight hundred. Should do like a C-SPAN kind of thing on here. Yeah, yeah. people call in yeah. and then just like trick us think they're about to talk about politics and they say something like super offensive live <laughs> yeah, on air yeah. dude those are i love watching i those think we should do a dave ramsey style show where people call in and we give them financial advice <laughs> <laughs> that would be funny <laughs> you should do a chris hansen kind of thing oh chris hansen oh can we get that take a seat right over there <laughs> <laughs> we were actually i have the chat logs <laughs> Chance, that's something Hold we on, could, let me uh, get, I'm just going to go change. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I was just going to hang out. Yeah. I was just going to hang out. Hmm, is that, is that why you, why did you bring the beer? We actually were watching, uh, well, so after To Catch a Predator ended on Dateline, he created, what was it called? Hanson versus Predator? Hanson versus Predator. He created no his way, own, that's not He real. created, no, uh, 100%. No it's called Hanson versus Predator. 100%, that's what a it's called. A single Predator? Yeah, uh, a lot of predators, but just one at a time. But it's yeah, called Hanson versus Predator. The, look it up. Yeah, Hanson versus Predator. So it would be funny if he's actually fighting a real predator. <laughs> yeah. Chris Hansen. I mean, each an episode, actual, like predator from the movie Predator. Each episode, he confronts a different predator. They're all. Does just he fight? Does he fight them? Pedophiles. I mean, Have you, there's a, there's there's like a certain genre of YouTube videos where they yeah. trick pedophiles into coming to parks and they just they show up and they just beat them up. I was yeah. gonna say, have you seen? There's this guy named like Anxiety Wars or something. His name. Seth, pull that up. Seth, pull up, pull up. Pedophile, pedophiles getting beat up by YouTubers. <laughs> I, I think he, I don't think he fights them, but he Seth like Seth didn't bring his computer. Shames so. them and doxes them on YouTube and stuff, which might be illegal, but it's also illegal to be a pedophile. So yeah, that's more illegal. No sympathy. I think yeah, if you that's... do something less illegal to root out something way more illegal. You're, it cancels out your illegal. Yeah, action. even well, even just like taking away the taking away the legality of everything or whatever, like morally, like yeah. I think it should be okay to out pedophiles, yeah. I, and obviously it's not okay to be a pedophile. Yeah, we're anti pedophilia. This this podcast, I know this is a bold take. It's a bold take. We're really where we would die on this hill, but uh, this podcast is anti pedophile. So yeah. If you're a pedophile, just stop. Just take a seat right over there. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, this went off the rails. That's something we, we were can... just talking about coffee, and now we're yeah. That coffee was... wars. I coffee think that the wars. yeah. I think that the Rustin. Pedophiles. I think that the Rustin coffee drama could make like a really good investigative journalism documentary yeah. type thing, 
where we need just, someone to go undercover. Like uh, Eep. we need to <laughs> <Eep>. perfect. <laughs> we need a snitch like uh, Eep. like on Tiger Eep King. Eve has a lot of snitch qualities. <laughs> <laughs> Eve, gosh, dude! Like I saw Eve walking down the street, I'd be like, "Oh, that's that's a snitch right there." Like the guy on Tiger King, what's his name? The snitch? Oh, the long-haired guy? But the the short fat guy? Oh, that's right in the James ski. Garrett. Yeah, James Garretson. Garrett Garretson. I think it's the Garrettson. one that looked like Chucky, and he rode the jet yes, ski. Yes, the Chucky it, doll. He rode he like jet ski. He's like a big dude, owned a bunch of strip clubs, and was an FBI snitch. Dude, yeah, like that's and the re- the whole reason the that he character. was the whole reason <laughs> that, that whole, he that whole do- documentary is GTA characters, and they're making a limited series, limited like a limited season like TV show, and Nick Cage is supposed to play Joe Exotic. Yeah, which. Yeah. I don't know how they can make a TV show that's better than the real thing. <laughs> Let me tell you, I can't do his voice. <laughs> I, I love his it. little golden nuggets. His little... The funniest <laughs> thing about Joe Exotic definitely burned up his own studio to get rid of that footage. Oh, 100%. Law, he burned up all his alligators. And did you know those alligators actually belong to Michael Jackson? What? They were legally the alligators were legally owned by Michael Jackson. I had no idea. So when idea. he burned up his studio, he 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 burned He murdered up. Michael Jackson's alligators. Yes. Holy crap, dude, dude. They could have been Well, they might have been Michael Jackson's and he got them after Michael Jackson died. I don't know. This is like some I don't oh, think yeah. Michael Jackson was alive when, oh, yeah, when yeah, they yeah. burned the studio. That's like some coffee wars level like. Yeah, I don't know. That's some it's got layers. Yeah. That Everyone's terrible in that, and I don't think it's going to turn out good the TV show, even with Nick Cage, as entertaining as he is. It's a bold take, man. Whoa! <laughs> Dude, National Treasure, man. Yeah, that, that made me think of National Treasure. Every, that, Thinking of Nick Cage. Seth, pull that up, the trailer. Yeah, we're going to watch the whole movie live right now. Pull up the scene. Fried green beans reacts. National treasure. <laughs> Pull up the scene when he lights the torches in the in the treasure room. So epic, great, dude! It I is love epic. That scene. It is. It's my favorite part. When I first saw it, like mm. they got to the end. Spoiler alert! <laughs> if you haven't seen, they find national the treasure. treasure. They find the treasure, <laughs> and it's quite a national treasure. But yeah, when it's, when it's they great. get to like the false room, and they're like, "This is it. There's nothing here." And then, and then Sean Bean just leaves. He's like, "Oh, this is this sucks. I'm gone." And he like he he locks them all in there. Freaking Sean! I Bean. forgot Sean Bean was in there. Yeah, yeah Sean Bean's in. He's the and bad he, guy. Act, he didn't get killed. Wow. Because yeah, he gets Sean killed Bean. in everything else he's in. Yeah, he didn't get killed. Boromir, man. Boromir, yeah. Gosh, Ned Stark. Lord, Lord of the Rings. Wow, Boromir, man. That's some great battle scenes in Lord of the Rings. Oh yeah, what's your favorite one? Oh, my favorite. You're probably gonna clown me for it's this. Not this day. Return of the King. The scene when the the ship, the empty ship pulls up. Oh yeah. And, and they goes. jump off like Aragon and uh. Legolas and Gimli. And Gimli, they jump off and all the ghosts come behind them and start yeah. like swarming the battlefield. I love that scene. Always have. But also, I love the part when the Riders of Rohan, when the, what's the king's name? Oh, uh, 
the, the whatever. Theoden. Yeah, the, the main guy. He's running up and down the line, hitting his sword on their lances. Oh yeah. And he's getting them all hyped. I like yeah. that scene too. Okay, I just love yeah. Return. I love the battle of Return of the King. That's my favorite one. Two okay. Towers is awesome. That speech. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Two Towers is like they're both super sick. I think that so. might be my favorite one. I don't know. That one's like yeah. the nighttime stuff is just incredible. The the scene with the ghosts, I it's been so long since I read the books, but I think you know people are always like, Oh, that's so OP, why didn't they just show up at the beginning? Yeah. I think in the books, if I remember correctly, if 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 you've read Lord of the Rings recently and you're about to dunk on me, I deserve it. But I have not. I think I haven't I hadn't read no. Well, I think the ghosts just helped them kill the pirates and then that and then that fulfilled their oath. And then the Athelian Rangers joined Ooh. Aragorn and Legolas and Gimli on the boats, and then the Rangers show up as reinforcements. But that would have been cool too. I might have a brain fart, so who knows? That would have been harder know. to explain. It was a bunch of ghosts fighting yeah. a orc army. It was made by those who are dead, and the dead keep it. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, those movies! Extended cut. Did you Extended like? Did uncut. you like The Hobbit? Um, here's the thing. I think... <laughs> I don't think it should have been three movies. Yeah, it should have been two, as I think they were originally planning to do. Love, love Peter Jackson. Love the guy. Um, but, I, you know, I think the Hobbit movies were made as, like, were like, oh, let's try to make a prequel to Lord of the Rings. You yeah. Know? And like the book isn't that the book is a fun independent adventure and it yeah it it's definitely great world building for Lord of the Rings and it, yeah. it leads up to it and it is a prequel in some sense but like they were basically like let's make Lord of the Rings uh, except you know what happened before you know like Legolas mm. didn't have to be in there no, no. well also in a, a good battle scene that I just forgot about was in Two Towers was. When the Ents all attack Saruman. Yeah, Isengard. Yes. That's pretty sick, too. Yeah. They, like, start busting the dams and stuff and flood it. But you're a part of this world. That's a good speech, dude, when Pippin uh, and Mary are pumping the Ents up. Yeah. You've never seen... Have you seen one? <laughs> Sam's seen really quiet. I have seen it. I know. I've been noticeably... The Ents are the big tree people. Tree beard. I, dude, it's been so long since I like how they call him tree beard because he's just a tree with a beard. What I was saying is it's been very long since I've seen Lord of the Rings. They're on TV like every weekend. I don't have cable, dude. Bro, do you Broke. Have... Why would I have cable? Yeah. Broke boy alert. <laughs> you, something? you watch them on AMC? Huh? You watch them on AMC? They come... <laughs> nah, they come on like TNT. And, like, Who TBS. watches I TNT? I, I, I Tell me. I parents' house. They have, they have dish. <laughs> I haven't had cable or disher or any of that since I moved out of my parents' house. Yeah. But man, I spent many Ain't nobody got time for that. I spent many a weekend as a kid. Just watching like classic movies on AMC. Yeah. Like, ooh, Die Hard's on. I don't have anything to do today. Like, <laughs> let's watch Bruce Willis. I've probably Gosh, watched I don't, Goodfellas, like the mom movies, Goodfellas, mm-hmm. Casino. For some reason, every time I go to my parents' house, Casino is on. And I just watch it. It's, it's four hours long. You ever seen Casino with Robert mm-hmm. De Niro and Joe Pesci? Mm-hmm. Great movie. Is crazy and have to check has some incredible fits in it. Just, <laughs> I love I love a good movie with good fits. I love. I'm good telling fits. you, Robert Vibes. De Niro 
has some serious fits in that movie. <laughs> it is crazy. Between his just his pajamas and just the suits he wears to the <laughs> to the casino he runs. Dude, best Star Wars fits? Rogue One. Rogue One has oh, some fits. Oh, yes. I don't know. Mandalorian's got some. Oh, that's true, too. But in the movies, ones. Rogue One. I like Rogue One a lot. You, you know, best fit I in like Star Rogue. Wars. You know, one. a lot of people didn't like Rogue One. Yeah, I know. I've, I've heard people and say And I don't know why. Mm. Did you like Solo? Yeah, I liked Solo. I thought the lighting in general was very dark. I think it was... It was. I mean, they changed directors a bunch of times... A bunch of bad stuff happened in production, but I think what we got was like, yeah, I mean, what were you expecting? Like, Return of the Jedi, Empire Strikes Back? I mean, it was like, yeah, it was good for like just a fun one off, but I like how they named him. Yeah, he, there, a lot of people hate that. It was, it's just so simple, it's kind of dumb, but yeah, I don't know. He was like, What's your name, Han? Last name? And Han's just like, I don't have one. And the Imperial guy on the computer's just like, Oh, solo. Get out of here. <laughs> and he just goes, okay. And just Han Solo. He had a pretty similar origin story in the old canon, too. Yeah. It's basically like Street Rat from Corellia joins the Imperial Navy, gets kicked out, saves Chewbacca from slavery, becomes a smuggler. That's like both canons. If you were. I just know. <laughs> I just hate how some people think everything has to have like some super complicated backstory. Yeah. Yeah. Or everything should connect. It's like. The Star Wars galaxy is like slightly bigger than the Milky Way, so it's like, yeah. Oh, how do you know that guy from billions of miles away? Hundreds of billions. If you were to skip from like uh, twenty-five minutes to like right now, if you were listening to this podcast, you would think the entire thing was about Star Wars. <laughs> back in Star Wars, I see my life through a lens of Star Wars. It all com- it all comes back to see. This. I like Star Wars, but I haven't read or watched as near as much as near as much as Chance Allen. Yeah. We didn't even do our vocal exercises. Oh, dude. I mean, we can do those now. <laughs> We're, just want to end it with yeah, the vocal Yeah, you want to go ahead and get warmed up I've been for stuttering talking. so much this podcast. <laughs> I've been, like, stuttering so much this podcast that I think the vocal exercises would have done some good for me. Yeah. Peter Piper picked a pack of I gotta pull pickle up real peppers. Quick. Oh, what's the one that I said at the beginning that made the, me giggle? The lips. The... Something that rubbed out. Yeah, oh, yeah. Roscoe the rat got rubbed out. rubbed out Rudy the rat for ruining his rum running receipts. <laughs> that pesky Rudy. Round the rugged rocks, the ragged rascals ran. Should saucy sharks seek shelter soon? Question mark? Baron Beacon Beckons Bacon Baron. <laughs> which which wine when the wine was spilled on the wailing whale i don't care a whit for your wit or whim said warren wharton whether the weather be cold or whether the weather be hot whatever the weather will weather the weather whether we like it or not that was good that was, that was really Thank good you. this Dude. one's so long dude consonants and vowel shadings oh wait that's wrong <laughs> <laughs> that was the title of the section oh my gosh whoops hey i have a good question though i carried the married character over the barrier this this is a question I've been wondering the entire Sister Susie went to sea to see the sea you see the sea she saw was a saucy sea a sort of saucy sea saw she Chance Chance has a question (laughs) Sorry Chance It's related to what you just said but I've been wondering since the beginning should saucy sharks seek shelter (laughs) (laughs) Saucy sharks What a to do to die today at a minute or two to two, a thing distinctly hard to say, but harder still to do. For they'll beat a tattoo at twenty to two, a rat tat 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 tattoo. 
My and, uh, oh, hold <laughs> on, bro. Done. I'm not I done. done. I said it was a long one. And a dragon will come when he hears the drum at a minute or two to two today. At a minute or two to two. Thank you. There they go. Back <laughs> in stadiums, this shady spits his flow. Macadamia, they go so ballistic. Whoa. <laughs> My Dude. dame hath a lame, tame crane. My dame hath a crane that is lame. Oh, gentle Jane, doth my dame's lame, tame crane leave and come home again. I'm going to tell Kelly you said that. <laughs> <laughs> Please don't. This black bug bled blue-black blood while the other black bug <laughs> bled blue. I think that's my favorite one. Imagine an imaginary menagerie manager. Imagine <laughs> managing an imaginary menagerie. <laughs> <laughs> that reminds me of the... Uh, um, you know, I was reading one that said Dame earlier. And, you know, every time I hear someone say Dame, I think of those, like, noir detective stories. She was quite the dame. She walked in like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, it's like the guy smoking in his office yeah, at two yeah. in the morning. Miss <laughs> Kelly's a dame, lives on Rutherford Street. <laughs> Got the transatlantic accent. Yesterday, 10,000 Chinese troops crossed the Yellow River in North Korea, held back by combined Allied forces of North Korea and China. American old... forces and South Koreans find themselves at a stalemate near the 48th parallel. <laughs> Gosh, dude. I'm trying to do the translate accent. I can't build yeah. myself up to do it. Just watch Taxi. Now you see? Yesterday, yeah, December see? 7th, 1941. <laughs> a date which will live in infamy. In infamy. What date is that? Try no, try doing it's these. The one that features Ben Affleck. Try oh, doing these. Oh, uh, bad. Try doing these vocal warm-ups uh, with the that accent. With that accent. I oh. uh, carried the married character over the barrier. You kind of sound like you're doing an Obama impression. What? No. <laughs> yeah, you kind of do like like you're. No, that would be. Uh, Baron Beacon Beckons Bacon Baron. Well, I Morgan Freeman. I carried the... A box of biscuits, a box of mixed biscuits, and a biscuit mixer. Uh, that is not Morgan Freeman. I, I, Let I, me I be clear. Do, I, can do more, I can do Morgan Freeman. Let me be clear. I can Let try me to be do clear. Morgan Freeman. I carried the married character over the barrier. <laughs> the foreign authorities put Dorothy in an orange forest. <laughs> that was pretty good. Was it? You did it. Yeah, I did a good one last week. On the last episode, you did a Morgan Freeman. Uh. Can you do Christopher Walken? Oh, okay. Yes, she's pure and I don't. I don't, uh, I don't understand just, how people can be good at uh, impressions. It's like a lot that. of like matching like Please facial expressions and like mouth movements. It's a really good skill. It, yeah, no, it really is. But it's also it's hard. You see some people doing them, and you're like, they're not good. Oh yeah, when they're bad, it's it's cringe. But I hate when they're bad and people think they're really good. Like me. No, you think you're really good? Um, yeah. Well, I hate that. Okay. <laughs> she sits and shines shoes, and when she sits, the shines all day. She 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 shines all day. Should we do it in, like, really thick country accents? Yeah. What kind of country are we talking? Like, like Shreveport country? Is it like a Texas No, like thing? Calhoun country. Rural okay, okay. I'm Louisiana. From Calhoun, so I... Yeah, I know. All right. Oh, man, now I, I fell on the spot. A box of... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, here, 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 here,
So listen. I shake the whistle. The other day, uh, Seth, you know, he, he wrecked that truck that I gave him. And, you know, he didn't have insurance on it. And so I told him, I said, hey, I just want to touch base with you, see if, you know, you need me, if I was able to help you out. But really, you can't help, you can't help someone until yeah. they help themselves, yeah. you know. And I, I told him, he went up to Country Corner and he told Roy, uh, he told Roy that I, I didn't, that it didn't have insurance when I gave it to him, but it did. <laughs> and Seth let it lapse and he told his daddy. <laughs> that that reminds me of. Um, oh, we're gonna take kids out to Splash Kingdom this week. <laughs> <laughs> that re- Chance Allen. That reminds me of my boy. He, he can't the- go to the Splash Kingdom no more because he pulled out his tallywhacker in the wave pool. What? Ew. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't. He didn't mean nothing by it. He's only in second grade. He just, oh, you know, that- he thought he was being funny. Was that Price? Was that Price? That yeah, I was Price, man. That, that kid, he, he's something else. But, you know, God God bless him. He'll he'll grow out of it one day. He just he just can't stop pulling his tallywhacker out. He, I mean, for all the trouble, for all the trouble he gives us, he done us a good thing. He done us a good thing. <laughs> okay, I got to tell, it's story time. <laughs> was this what you were going to talk about? No, I was actually going to say it reminds me of the uh, we, when we were when we were when we would play intramural sports, Chance would always come and just watch us and he we would we would say stuff like about people on the other team. Now, now his daddy oh. played football up at Ohio State yeah. and so <laughs> He's an athlete. Now, oh, he's got two uh, good legs on him. He's an athlete and his daddy actually played at uh, Florida around the time that I had just moved to West Monroe. <laughs> <laughs> but I yes so story time can I tell another story yeah of course of course um Sam so I met Sam in our freshman orientation class and we never really like we're super good friends we'd see each other around and be like what's up Parsons blah 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 but one day I saw him delivering pizza Papa John's <laughs> oh my gosh to a uh, game exchange where I was trying to pick up a copy of you'd guess it Star Wars Battlefront 2 for PlayStation 2 I it was a it was a low point notoriously bad game when it came out but it is good now it's no 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 not the new Battlefront 2 the the all oh, the this was the original yeah which I do agree with you about the, the this was in 20 2014 yeah, 2014. 2014? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I'm getting a PS2 game at Game Exchange. I see this pizza man come in, deliver pizza to the uh, the dudes working there. And I'm like, what's up, Parsons? How's it going, dude? And he's like, hey, I know you live in Pierce, which was our um, decrepit dorm at the time. It actually got torn down uh, a couple years ago, so yeah, it's we, it, that's how bad it was. We took a really good picture in front of it. Yeah, um, we did. That's a good picture. You're yeah. flipping it off. I'm wearing a Tiger's Jaw shirt. It's we need really to go. Sunny. Yeah. That is a good picture. But anyway, um, <laughs> he he was delivering pizza and he's like, "Hey, do you know anyone staying? You know anyone who has an open room, an open bed? Because I'm trying to change rooms because my roommate peed all over my stuff." True and story. His roommate got drunk and peed on his his, his things. Sounds like an alpha move to me. <laughs> yeah, you you simp. He was just cuck. asserting <laughs> asserting yeah, his cuck. dominance you're, over me. You're a simp, a bottom, and a cuck. Let me just. Make oh my clear. Just kidding. Just kidding. You're not. You're an alpha. But anyway. Thanks, bro. Um, so I was like, yeah, mine. Because my friend from high school 
who lived with me fall quarter had just moved back home so i was like i have a free bed and i'm kind of lonely so you come stay and we, we went to the housing office switched it over and that's about the time we actually started hanging out and becoming friends. That was winter quarter, right? Winter quarter, freshman year. It was, it was actually at the very end of f- fall. fall quarter. Because yeah. I remember we lived together for winter quarter. Yeah. But I moved out technically like into your dorm room like right before winter. I mean, uh, fall quarter was over. So it was at the very end of fall quarter, yeah. So we moved everything in. The day that he moved in, we watched Rubber together on his TV. One of the worst movies. Such a good movie. Ever. <laughs> um, and uh, so I was like, you know, I had these, like, all these friends that I had kind of made. You know, when you're in college, you just kind of like, when you're new, you kind of just hang out with everybody, trying mm-hmm. to find friends. And Jonathan Abernathy was like, hey, bro, making some soup at my house. So I was, you know, all my friends were going to get soup at Jonathan Abernathy's house. So I was like, Hey, Sam, do you want to go um, get soup with all those guys that you met playing soccer? And he's like, yeah, sure. And, like, we didn't know each other super well this time. I was just like, this guy's bored. I'm bored. Let's go get some soup at my friend's house. And we ate what all What kind of soup was it? Oh, man, what was it? It was, like, veggie was it like and beef. A... It was, like, a vegetable soup. Yeah, yeah. I think it, I think it might have had, like, the letters, the noodle letters in it, you know? <laughs> And like, but it also had like vegetables and maybe some like stewed beef in it. Yeah, it was, it was good. good from what I remember. Oh yeah, Jonathan was a an awesome chef. But anyway, he um, he we went, we ate and everything, and then we're just sitting around. And we're like, man, that was good. That was good. And then Sam just goes, he puts on that accent and he goes, "Hey, done us a good thing." <laughs> and dude. We, my friend group would always, like, grab onto these, like, vocal quirks and do them for, like, a few weeks till we got really tired of them. Yeah. And then, then retire them. But we started saying that a lot, what Sam said, and then it was, like, it solidified Sam as, like, a cool guy. They just endeared him. That's all he had to do. That's yeah. how, that's how I got in. That's how you got I like it. That's how simple, like, guys can make friends. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he done us a good thing. That's, that's, like, my best friend I lived with at Tech. We moved in together, and... We we're pretty different, and we, you know, we're kind of trying to fill each other out and learn, you know, get to know each other better. And one day I was just like, "You like you, you like to play two K?" And he's like, "Yeah, I like two K." And then we just started playing two K every day, just best buds all ever day. Since. And I was the best man in his wedding. So. <laughs> <laughs> and he was, and he was officiated that? and was the best man in mine. Was your cowboy hat on? Your groom hat? I didn't get to wear it during the ceremony. <laughs> that was only in the festivities. Pre- the reception. Yeah, <laughs> leading up to that and after the fact. It looked really good. Thanks. Yeah, yeah it's it was a little small because I have a large cranium, but <laughs> you take what you can get. Y'all's, y'all's wedding was really awesome. It was pretty funny. It was a good and it time. was just in time before all this COVID began. Yeah, this COVID. This uh. There's liberal agenda. There's big hopes going on. (laughs) That's right. I really think that this is all fabricated. Because that guy ate that bat in China. Of course. He ate that bat at that wet market. That's how how it all started. Actually, no. It leaked out of a lab in Wuhan. This is how oppression starts. Stay home, and then after stay home, stay home and we'll give you a ticket. After this, it's going to be come out, we're going to kill you. This is... (laughs) (laughs) Key. 
this is this is modern day oppression. Okay, we yeah. when we look back on I have this, to stay home and play we, PlayStation all day and watch any show I want to watch on the TV and spend time with my wife. My wife. My wife. You don't understand the toll this has taken on me. Okay, I am being oppressed. I am. We need to reopen America. As a 26-year-old white man, I am very <laughs> oppressed in this country. <laughs> that was good, man. That was very good. Oh, man. Well, boys, what what else you want to talk about? I just wanted to say shout-out to Rupert Lang for... I, I hope the sound quality is good. I think it's going to be good because your mic is out. so much nicer than ours. Yeah, shout out to Rupert Lang for letting me use his mic because I'm not a podcaster. Wish I was. Well, you are now. You're right. Technically, you are now. Yeah. I'm podcasting. I mean, you, you're in. You're in. We, we consulted with the podcast council. Yeah. We've, and they're going to grant you. This is a surprise. We submitted there? your name. Actually. actually to the podcast elders. Was he there? You he, know. He? Joe. Oh my god! <laughs> we can't say on air, but yes. <laughs> was, was actually, actually, we consulted with the with the council. We will appoint you to the council, but we will not grant you the rank <laughs> of elder. It's outrageous! <laughs> it's not fair. No one's ever been granted a place on the council and not been a master. <laughs> that was oh. yeah. So t- Star Wars. Tied it all in. Excellent. Just knocked that one out of the park. But so yeah. yeah, shout out to Rupert. Also, check out his music on on Spotify. That's R U P E Rup. He's got a good song called "It's Over." He's kind of going for like a, a, a. He used to be in an emo band, but now he's kind of going for like a dream pop vibe. So if you're into that, just check it out. You should listen to it. It's very his music's very good. It's very good. He's a good friend of ours. So yeah, that was that was the plug. Uh, I also want to plug my Instagram. <laughs> shout out, dude. I need more hey. followers. We do too. <laughs> yeah, good. Fried green beans with a Z. With a Z. Also, Chance X Allen. That's C H A N C E X A L L E N. And you can you can scroll through there and follow my escapades. Yeah. How else can uh, can can our listeners keep up with you, Chance? Or I mean, is that an impossible task? It's, it's tough, but I do have a YouTube linked to my Instagram bio. But I, I only have a few videos up. One from my PCT trip. And then the rest are kind of just art projects, but they suck. So, yeah, just check it out. It's on my LinkedIn hey, If bio. you're making art, it doesn't suck. You're, you're creating, right. bro. You're right. It depends on what you glean from it. Bro, that's, I mean, like, you are, like... You're putting something out there. You're yeah. putting yourself out there. Through art, I'm immortal. Through my th- thrift store video of me and Sam on YouTube. Um, so yeah, check out Chance. He's um, sadly, well not sadly, but he is moving to Japan in what, September? Yes. For a job. So go give him a follow on Instagram. Yes, the land of anime. And you can see, yeah, see all of his, his posts about living in the land of anime for... Whether it be a year or uh, longer than that, so where are you gonna live in Japan? Like what? Hopefully, I find out this week. Uh, you don't. You don't still, know, like where in Japan? Yeah, he's waiting yeah, on his assignment. I'm waiting for the government to place me somewhere. Oh, uh, like our the, government? No, the Japanese government. I'm a teacher now. Cool. What are you teaching? 
English. Ego. Do you speak Japanese? Ego. Uh, just a little, like, you know, pretty basic. I'm doing my best to learn more just so I can, you know, out of respect for, for the citizens I come in contact with. But I'm encouraged not to use Japanese in the classroom. So, oh. you know, don't need it for work. But if I want to go to an anime um, convention or something. <laughs> you, ever, you ever see the pictures of, like, hardcore anime? Like, like full-on weebs. Like Eve? <laughs> like, no, worse than Eve. <laughs> going to Japan thinking it's going to be like everything they've watched on TV. Like, they have no, rec- like, they don't yeah. realize how Japan really is. And they go there with their anime, like their body pillow girlfriends mm. and their. Mm-hmm. Dude, don't hate. <laughs> where, where, where's Kimiko like, <laughs> right now? Jason's like, on behalf of my body pillow girlfriend, that's disrespectful. Hey, I'm, but my, look, my fictional crush. Is in an American cartoon. It is true. Harrison Dula, Star Wars Rebels. She's not even human. She's an alien. I just don't know what it is, but her green skin and her head tails and. Oh my gosh. <laughs> She's a Twilight? She's a Twilight, man. Oh. Her Leku are nice. Wow, okay. This is taking a turn. Yeah, this. <laughs> Um, hey, whatever floats your boat, dude. Yeah, man, that's <laughs> that's cool. I think it's a good time. I think we're gonna. <laughs> yeah, Seth, hey Seth, we're gonna cut yeah, off the last few minutes. Cut that. So, Seth. Uh, oh, Seth, why just... are you eating that? What Seth, the... don't eat that. He has. Don't put he... that in your mouth, man. He has a a hot pocket. It's not cooked. It's just a cold, frozen hot pocket, and he's just chomping down on it. Not paying attention. I don't even. I hope we're recording this. Is it the Walmart brand? <laughs> yes, it's not even brand name. Said so it's not the, even Hot Pocket brand. Did you hit the recording button at the start? Of the did you? You don't know. That was you, your own one you, job. You're not even looking. Your your computer died. It's dead. Uh, okay, so if this did get recorded, uh, thanks thanks for uh, yeah, well for one thanks for Chance for for uh, Chance Allen that is not Chance Salter. Yeah, I'm we don't thank him episode. for anything. But thank you to Chance Allen for joining us. Chance, is there any last message you'd like to share with the audience? Did you ever have uh, some, you were in a, you you thought you could, and then he, he, you thought you could do some, and then you thought you could do anything? Thank you, Chance. Very brave. And thank you for listening. This has been episode five. I just noticed Sam has like a really big hole in his sock. Your sock. I can see like your whole big toe. I have a hole in just about every pair of socks that I own. That's sad. I'm essentially a grown-up baby. So that's been episode five. Thanks for listening to Fried Green Beans. Peace. Peace. I gotta play the song now. Work, work, all week long, punching that clock dust till dawn. Counting the days to Friday night, that's when all the conditions are right for a good time. I need a good time. Yeah, I've been working all week and I'm tired, I don't wanna sleep and I wanna have fun. It's time for a good time. I cash my check, clean my truck, put on my hat, forgot about work. Sun going down, head across town, pick up my baby and turn it around. Good time. Oh, I need a good time. Yeah, that's when you cut it, Seth. Seth. Seth, cut it. All right, it's off. So what are we getting into tonight, boys? We're in the town. Louisiana's open. That's right. <laughs> it's open 25%.
I know this little spot called the Rev. <laughs> it's where all it's, it's, it's going down. Dude, is Frank Foster playing tonight? Corey Dude. Smith, even better. Dude. 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 I'm about to get some Michelob and throw hands. No cap. Dude. No cap. <laughs> Dude. Oh, 